Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Relove podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ezzy Spencer, and I am so excited that you're here for season four, which is going to be the most amazing season of the podcast yet. I have got so many incredible, juicy questions about love and dating and relationships, which I'm going to be answering in the coming weeks on this podcast. We will have a new episode dropping every Sunday, so make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast. I help women to come into a beautiful, loving relationship with themselves, first and foremost, that really sink into that unconditional love and self-acceptance, plus then have fun dating, right? Because I think that we should just bring back courtship into the dating process. I feel like we all deserve to be loved and pursued and cherished and adored, if that's something that we want. We are absolutely worthy of that, but we want to move beyond an intellectual understanding of that into a deep embodied knowing of that, right? We want our hearts open. We want to be receiving what it is that we so absolutely deserve in dating. We want to be having fun and joy and delight and ultimately becoming irresistible to the love that we long for deep down inside of our hearts. And I have helped women from all over the world step into beautiful, loving, soul-level relationship, even if they have been single for many years, even if they've never had that experience before in their romantic relationships, even if they do not have healthy role models or people to look up to in that way. It's one of the absolute joys of my life that I get to do this for work. And one of the uh, things that I love to do on this podcast is to answer your questions. And you're always welcome, by the way, to come on over to my Instagram, Ezzy Spencer. Welcome to DM me over there if you have any questions that you would like me to answer anonymously on the podcast. You are not alone in terms of the questions that you have around love and dating and relationships. Never feel like everybody else has got this figured out because the reality is, and I could tell you this firsthand as someone who is coaching so many women each week is that so many other women are wondering the same thing as you. It's just that you're brave enough to reach out and ask. And that is the first step to being able to speak into this part of yourself with love and care and gentleness and move into a place where you have greater self-confidence, greater self-belief. Again, not as a conceptual, nice to think idea, but as a real deep, embodied knowing in your soul, because then that is what is going to guide effortless action. It's going to guide how you then show up in the world. It's going to guide your standards and it's going to guide just generally the enjoyment that you have out of the experience. Because again, love is meant to be fun and it's absolutely possible to create that healthy, loving relationship that supports your life in all of the ways. In fact, that is the standard. That's what we're working towards. And that is what I hope that this podcast is going to support you to know is possible for you and then to actively co-create that as well. I also do have this ringside seat because I am coaching so many women all around the world. I do private coaching sessions and I have group coaching containers as well. And I see the types of questions or the thoughts that women are having right here, right now. And one of the questions that comes up a lot is around dating multiple people or having multiple suitors at any one time. So in this particular episode, I will answer the question of how to date multiple people, even if you think that is 
impossible for you, or even if that feels like a really weird idea to you because you haven't had that experience in the past, or you haven't had a successful experience of that in the past, or you've been hurt in the past, or because you feel like, oh my gosh, it's enough of a handful to even go through the experience of dating just one person. How could I possibly have multiple loops open at any one time? Like, how would I manage that? How would I navigate that? Why would I even want to do that? <laughs> so there's so much to go into in this episode. It's going to be such an amazing episode. Firstly, what we'll talk about is rotational dating or what does it mean to be dating multiple people and what doesn't it mean? Um, why it's important. So some of the benefits. And I think this section is going to be particularly good for you if you're currently feeling like, oh my gosh, I never know how to do that or that just would never work for me or that sounds horrible. I just invite you to tune into this section in this particular podcast episode as to why it is important because I definitely myself used to feel the same way. And over time, I found that this is what really helped me to stand in my own power whilst I went through the dating experience and ultimately to make a decision about who I wanted to step into a committed relationship, but from a place of abundance. So definitely tune into that section. And then we're going to come into the third part, which is very practical and it's based on the how. So how to do this gracefully and elegantly. Stick around for that if you'd like to have some very actionable advice. Okay. So <laughs> this is going to be such a great podcast episode. I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. So in the first instance, what is it? What am I talking about when I'm talking about dating multiple people at any one time? I'm talking about rotational dating. I'm talking about having multiple loops open. Okay, so what I'm referring to here are the early stages of dating prior to when there is a clear agreement around what is the nature of your relationship. Are you in an exclusive container? Is there a presumption of the future? Or is there a desire on the part of both parties to explore whether there may be alignment in terms of your vision, whether there may be long-term compatibility? Yeah. And so when you are in the early stages of dating, or as I refer to in Relove, when you are on the earlier spokes of the Relove wheel, the presumption is that you are not in an exclusive container. Yeah. And I'm going to talk a little bit about what that means, but Quickly, if you do not, don't know what I'm talking about by the Relove Wheel, I do have a graphic and some explanation over on my website, ezzyspencer.com. I also have a graphic on my Instagram, ezzyspencer, so you can go and you can see there is a visual aid around what I mean by the Relove Wheel. And I have done previous podcast episodes where I've gone really detailed <laughs> into how to go from dating to relationship and how to work with the Relove Wheel. So this is one of the fundamental tools in the Relove program. And if you're very new to all of this, then please do go and check out those resources if you are interested. Okay, so coming back to what it was that I was saying before, which is that there is a presumption that you are not in an exclusive arrangement until that presumption is rebutted and he's a lawyer in me. <laughs> but it can be really helpful to think about it in these terms. Basically, what does that mean? Until you have a clear conversation, until both parties express what it is that they want, until both parties come into that shared understanding. And I'm a huge proponent of clear and direct communication. And it can also be really helpful just to understand what the presumption is in the digital dating world right now, right? Now, this may be new to you. Or you might know that there is this presumption on an intellectual level, but the minute that you meet someone that you like and you feel that there's chemistry there and you go out on dates and this person is personable and lovely and maybe you get intimate, 
it can be so easy to, in your mind, race forward to the fact that you're in a relationship before the other person has actually asked you or expressed their desire to be in that particular kind of container with you, to be exclusive with you. Um, and it can come as a real nasty shock because you've made assumptions. But the reality is that someone who's really embodied in their personal power, someone who is in a place where they are really looking for long-term relationship in a very intentional way that kind of person regardless of whether they're using dating apps or not that kind of person is always going to have options yeah and they're going to be approaching the dating process from a place of abundance meaning that with real care and attention and like a genuine inquiry as to whether you might be the one they will be showing up with their best self right in the moments of your dating and relating and getting to know each other in the same way that you are with the people that you are dating and with your suitors yeah I want to be really, really clear. It says absolutely nothing about you or your worth, that this is the presumption of dating in the modern moment. You too can show up from that place of abundance. You too can date your multiple suitors who may all be absolutely incredible and amazing through the lens of, is this person the right match for me to make what is probably the most important decision of my life in terms of deciding to go all in, put my time, my energy, my resources, my heart into this relationship with this person and to take away my other options. Okay, so additional reasons why this is important. So if you know that you have a tendency to get into fantasy, like the minute you start chatting with someone on the app and there's conversational chemistry there and you haven't had that with anyone in ages, so you're like, that's it. My manifestations are working. Uh, before you've even met up on a date, if you're considering your life together, and certainly when you do have an amazing dinner together and this person is showing up in all of the ways and they're kind and attractive and personable and amazing. And if you're in your mind already mapping forwards when they mention that they want to have two kids and you're like, I actually wanted three, but you know what? Over the entree, maybe two will do. Um, and if you're noticing that after the date or if you've kissed, you know, you're fast tracking into that future together. If you know that you have a tendency and here I'm laughing because, oh my gosh, I can put my hand up the first person to say that like, I have such a vivid imagination. I'm so <laughs> extremely adept at doing this myself. But if you know you have that tendency of getting into fantasy, of getting into future projection, of getting into early attachment, before the reality is really matching that, before the other person is showing up and being clear, not just because they're gorgeous and amazing and wonderful, you know, but because they're actually expressing with their words that that's what they're seeing for you as well, right? You know, if this is a shared experience, um, then it's something quite different to being a bit of a runaway train in your mind with it. Then, then, then it can be really important in terms of keeping a sense of perspective and in terms of keeping a sense of, of grounding in, in yourself and, and in your life to make sure that you are still in those early phases, allowing other suitors to come in, because that's going to allow you to make an assessment around not just the short term chemistry or what your dreams and desires are, but what is actually there in terms of the ingredients that will lead to long-term compatibility. So rather than getting lost in the potential, staying grounded in reality. And the more loops that you have open, the easier that's actually going to be for you.
And so if you have that tendency, if you are self-aware enough to know that about yourself, because it took me a really long time to admit that, hang on a sec, it wasn't that this person was different. It was that there was a common denominator in the pattern. That was me. Um, you know, then that really helped me to understand how it could be very powerful in those early phases for me to be seeing multiple people and to stay in that abundance mindset. Because particularly if you have not met anyone for ages who actually feels like they might be a viable contender for you, you might fall into the trap of thinking that the first amazing person that shows up in front of you is actually your soulmate or that you're destined to be together. Now, that might actually be the case, right? And if that is actually the case, they're not going to go away. Like you're not going to be able to break it all that easily. And so it can be a little bit of a rookie error. What I find is that once I lead people through my relove program, like dating before relove versus dating after relove is like night and day. Actually, when you start to come back out into the dating world after you've done some deep work, relational work, really tending to your heart, self-esteem, self-worth, self-confidence, like once you've done what can sometimes actually be quite spiritual work, which I know so many women have done during the pandemic, or at any stage, once you go through a breakup, that can often then precipitate a period of inner inquiry and contemplation and a great deal of inner transformation and growth as a result of that. And then stepping back out into the dating pool from that place can mean that you're attracting a totally different uh, quality or type of suitor. And so, as I said, rookie error can be like, oh my gosh, this is it. I've never attracted anyone who meets me in all these kind of ways before. This person must be it. It must be destined. This person must be my soulmate. And look, that could be the case, right? And if that is the case, you're not going to destroy it by having a coffee with someone else tomorrow, you know, and then going out for dinner on Saturday with the person who met you in those really key ways. Yeah. And so what is really important is to stay in that abundance mindset and to know that it is an inevitable consequence for there to be a new normal for you in dating. It is possible to be attracting multiple people who might meet you in those really key important ways. And from that place, it can be an even more discerning choice that you can make about the amazing people who who are showing up and wanting to court you it can be really important to stay grounded in that abundance mindset and not think that just the first person who comes along is is it. All right, so then the last thing I'm going to say here about why it's beneficial to go through the process of multiple dating, which is that it can be very efficient to go through this process in parallel with multiple people if your goal is to have a long-term serious romantic relationship. So a lot of the people that come into real life are dating for marriage, right? Or they're wanting to step into a forever partnership. And so with that in mind, it can be helpful just to have at the back of your, your mind that it does take time for you to go through the process of assessing long-term compatibility. You are not necessarily going to know on the first date. What you might know on the first date is that the person standing in front of you is incredible and that you are feeling feelings and that this person has remarkable potential. And I would invite you to consider exploring that potential in a considered way in terms of making what is going to be the biggest decision that you'll make in your life, which is stepping into long-term partnership, stepping into commitment with someone, really starting to create a life with someone and investing your time, your energy, your resources, your attention, your heart in with that person. 
you want to ensure that you are seeing that person multiple times. You want to ensure that you are getting a sense of the alignment between that person's words and their actions. You want to ensure that you have an understanding of that person in different seasons of their life. How does that person respond when they're under stress and they've just received some really bad news? Yeah. How does that person respond when they've just received really good news? How does that person respond when you've just received bad news? How does that person respond when you've just received good news? These are not things that you can know on the first date, right? These are going to require multiple touch points. Now, I'm not saying that you need to spend two years <laughs> like tracking every single aspect of someone's psychology before you decide to enter into an exclusive container with them and explore a relationship, but it's going to take more than a couple of dates, you know. Okay, so how to do it. This is the practical part of the episode. Firstly, it is really important to know what your priorities are. Now, if you are dating, and particularly if you're dating for marriage or you're really serious about wanting to step into long-term romantic relationship, and most of the women who are in Relove are really serious about that. They may not feel like they are ready to meet their husband tomorrow, but they are really serious about this part of their life. Therefore, it must be a priority. Dating has to be a priority in your life or finding love, a priority. And I mean, wouldn't it be great if like the first person that you clicked on when you opened the app was the one? Like, wouldn't it be fabulous if, you know, <laughs> the person knocked on your door, right? <laughs> and look, I'm not saying those things can't happen, but the reality is, is that it might just take you a beat to find the one, right? So dating must be a priority. And if it's not dating, then certainly really taking the time to ensure that you uh, release any blocks to your self-love or self-worth or that you are really committing to yourself and your self-love journey as a priority. So it has to be up there and you must create space for it. There's no other way around it. You need to make that decision and you need to invest in this area of your life with your time and care and focus, if nothing else. It must be your priority. What that might mean is that there are other things that you don't do because you can't have like 10 different priorities in your life and do them all well, right? There are things that you're going to have to say no to. There are people that you're going to have to say no to. There are things that you're going to have to take out of your calendar so that you have space to go on dates. Like you will need to ensure that it's not just you saying that you want love, but that you are taking action, which is in alignment with your words, and you must create space on your calendar. You will be accepting multiple dates in a week, and that space must be existing on your calendar. The universe doesn't like an empty space, of course. So, you know, one thing that you might find, particularly if you're in a little bit of a dry desert, is that you will start to get requests for that time, but you must make the decision and clear out your calendar first, right? You may need to have conversations with people in your life if you're not going to be available for them for a period of time. And this is oftentimes where people are like, wait, I want love, but I don't want to make any changes in your life, you know? And, and the reality is in a, in a busy full life, like that's just not realistic. And so really having that clarity around what your goal is, is going to support you with that. Okay, cool. Okay. So you need the space on your calendar. And then you need to be meeting people in that space, right? You know, you want to be moving quickly to the vibe check. And so what I mean by the vibe check, this is spoke number three on the Relove Wheel. I've gone into that in detail in other podcast episodes. So you may wish to go and listen to the podcast episode, Wheels of Love, 
It could be a really helpful one to dive into. There's another one that I recorded called How to Go from Dating to Relationship. But don't miss that spoke through your vibe check. Make sure that once you've cleared your calendar, you are escalating into the vibe check. And then it is really important to be upfront and transparent, but to be communicating in a way without guilt. And this is where I see so many of my relove clients get stuck. It's like they might be really into the idea of having multiple suitors and they might love the idea of being courted and cherished and pursued, but they also don't like saying no. And so the issue with that, of course, is that what is going to happen is that you will become more and more magnetic. You're going to become more attractive the more that you settle into this abundance mindset, the more that you come into your natural self-worth, right? The more that you release your blocks to love, you are going to become even more attractive. This is an inevitable outcome, right? Because the essence of you is what you will be showing to the world. This is your magic. Once you show your magic, which is your heart, which is your essence, which is your energy, once you allow yourself to be seen and to be felt, it will be like moths to a flame. Like that is inevitable and it has nothing to do with physical appearance, has nothing to do with weight. It has nothing to do with the things that women are conditioned to think about themselves in terms of their attractiveness. Your attractiveness has everything to do with how much you are allowing your heart light to shine. This is a huge part of what we do in the Relove program is to support you to turn on your heart light and to allow your natural luminosity, your magic to be seen because the right people for you will respond to that. So you do need to attend to any blocks to that. And one of those blocks is the block of guilt and feeling this sense of obligation to say yes to any request or any invitation or get so sucked into the guilt afterwards. So you might say no, but then, you know, you might spend the rest of the day or that evening curled up in bed shaking because you feel so terrible about saying no that, I mean, it's great that you established the boundary, but establishing the boundary ruined your day and ruined your night and didn't allow you to show up and go on the date with the person that you wanted to go on, right? So we must take care of that guilt or whatever it is that's showing up. What might be the kind of things that are blocking you from turning on your heart light and allowing yourself to shine? And the invitation is always to be really compassionate with yourself, right? So one of the reasons why it might be so hard for you to make these changes in your life, to actually enjoy the the attention, the pursuit, to allow yourself to feel worthy of being cherished and adored, is that if you are breaking that habit of thinking that you need to prove yourself in some way, or if you are breaking the habit of feeling like you are not worthy of love, then it can seem like a huge amount of effort. And in fact, whilst I'm a huge proponent of positive self-talk, positive self-talk actually requires a lot of mental effort and energy. What is more energy efficient is to get down to the root of what is leading to that belief that you're not good enough in the first instance and attending to that at the root and letting go of that and coming back into your natural self-worth to raise your self-esteem that way. That is going to, in the long term, support you to feel like this is a really fun and easeful process, right? And it's absolutely doable to do. It's absolutely doable to break that habit. But my encouragement to you is that you're very gentle and kind with yourself. If you're noticing that this is hard for you, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It just means that there's been some conditioning around this 
for you and you can absolutely go through that deconditioning process. You absolutely can do that. It's possible for you, right? It might also be hard because of the opinions of others and other people, whether they be friends, family, peers, colleagues, whatever, can actually be pretty judgmental about dating in this way because they didn't date in this way or this doesn't fit with their worldview or, you know, whatever is going on. They're not having the experiences that are positive in the dating world if they are dating. They've never experienced internet dating if they partnered up in a different era. You know, whatever it may be, it can be difficult at times to go against the opinions and judgments of others. And the solution there is to make sure that you're bringing the lens back to yourself and to your own truth and that you are supported by the kind of people who are going to be very encouraging for the decisions that you're making about your own love journey. And it might also be difficult to trust and surrender to the flow, right? The feminine in her wildest glory is in a place of beautiful flow. The feminine is not trying to control outcomes. There's an element of trust and being in the mystery that the full embodied feminine has, right? And so this process of dating multiple people can require you to come into ever deepening levels of trust and flow. And it may be a little bumpy and it may be a little rusty on that journey, but it's absolutely possible for you to come into this place of surrender to the flow of life, enjoyment actually, and relaxation and ease in the flow of life, as well as this deep trust in life. I will be running another Relove cohort later this year. So if you do want to get to the root of any of those love blocks, anything that came up for you there that sounded like, oh, yes, I feel like I would like to make that devotion to myself and to come into a place of real embodiment and to turn on my heart light and to have fun in the process and get tailored practical support, then consider coming into the Relove group experience. It is a capped group, so there is that opportunity to always be asking questions which are specific to your situation and to have that coaching from me. It is a live group, so you are not doing it on your own. All of the details are over on my website, ezispencer.com. The last day for enrollments is the 25th of September, but the last two cohorts have filled up prior. So if you're in, then definitely do reach out to me now. You can do that on ezispencer.com or send me a DM on Instagram. If you've got questions, if you're not sure whether it's right for you, I'm more than happy to connect with you to see whether it is a match. And I really hope that this episode has stirred something in you and has supported you to come back to the truth and reality of what is actually available for you, which is real love.